At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hello and welcome into My Guys in the Desert. Stormy Bonantoni with you hanging out for the next hour. We are live from beautiful downtown Las Vegas at our VEASAN studio in Circa Resort and Casino. Got a great show on tap for you. Lots of college hoops conversation. We'll have some hockey later on in the program as well. Some talk, the Arnold Palmer Invitational getting underway tomorrow. But of course... Like we said, the madness is underway, um, and we have a tremendous guest that's making me go crazy, the one and only Brent Musburger, legendary broadcasting voice, voice of the Las Vegas Raiders here in town, will join us in studio in just a moment. So before we welcome in Brent, let's get going with our top five things you need to know, story that impacted us as better, starting with last night in college hoops and that madness I was talking about. The bank is open in Madison, my friends. The number 10 ranked Badgers pulling off a wild 70 to 67 win and cover against Number four, Purdue, Wisconsin, capturing the regular season Big Ten title. Compliments of a bank shot three from the freshman Chucky Hepburn. The Badgers currently 60 to one to win the big dance and are projected to be either a three or four seed come selection Sunday. And that madness came early for a couple more nationally ranked squads last night as well. Number six, Kansas getting upset by TCU 74 to 64. We also saw number 23, Ohio State shut down at home by Nebraska 78 to 70. The Buckeyes, by the way, were 14 and a half point favorites Nebraska cashing as plus 700 on the money line as for the Jayhawks who are 14 to 1 in this year's NCAA tournament odds they get a chance for redemption very soon a rematch on home court with the Horn Frogs coming up Thursday night number three in our top five New York Giants new general manager Joe Shane said he's willing to take phone calls for their star running back Saquon Barkley this comes as the Giants are trying to clear their salary cap which currently sits at 11 million over the cap big blue among the longest shots for next year's Super Bowl currently 80 to 1 and may be in position to rebuild through the draft if Barkley's worth a few high draft picks this year. Interesting after the comments we heard recently they want to see what he and Daniel Jones still have to offer. Number four Green Bay Packers GM Brian Gutekunst said that the NFL com- said at the NFL Combine yesterday that he had not had a single call regarding Aaron Rodgers or a trade. He also said that Rodgers and Devontae Adams deals are not exclusive to each other as the Packers continue to try to lower their salary cap number, which is currently $27.5 million over, according to ESPN Stats and Information. The Packers 14-1 to to win the Super Bowl, and current odds for who will take the first snap 
in for the Packers in 2022. Aaron Rodgers, your minus 330 favorite, but Jordan Love there, plus 300, and any rookie quarterback, interesting, plus 750. Last one here, Tampa Bay Buccaneers head coach Bruce Arians told reporters on Tuesday that Tom Brady slammed the door shut on playing in 2022 during a recent conversation the two had. Rumors, of course, been floating around that Brady might want to play this upcoming season, but not in Tampa Bay, which is complicated. The Bucs have his rights and would have to agree to trade him if he wanted to play anywhere else. Arians nixed that idea, said the team would need five first-round draft picks to agree to any deal. I guess it's time for Brady to go win some Oscars with this new movie career ahead. The Bucks, by the way, 25-1 to to win Super Bowl 57. Odds to win the NFC 12-1 to and in the NFC South, plus 130. And now let's bring in the man, the myth, the legend himself. Hey, stranger, Brent hey, Musburger hey, in studio. Hey, Stormy. How are uh, you? The bank shot, the bank shot for Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, Stormy, as a youngster, did you ever hit a big bank Stop. shot? The yeah. things I tell this man off air. Come on, let's, let's hear All the right. story now. My claim to fame, sixth grade. Sig Rogich Middle School here in Las Vegas. I hit a three at the buzzer to win. To win. Bank shot. And it is never, I've never lived it down in my family, Brent. I kid you not. Like any time that we're shooting hoops in the backyard, oh, Stormy, is the bank open, it's Stormy? Bank open. It's really rude. Words that's, hurt. of course, what you thought last night when you saw that's the winning shot by I, the Badgers. That's huh? all I thought. But congrats to Wisconsin <laughs> on the win. How, how are you? What Great. does, we haven't seen you in a while. What does an off season look like for Mr. Brent Musburger? Uh, you know, there's no real off season. You know, you here we got a brand new staff with the Raiders. We got a brand new organization, and we will see what they do. The system on defense is going to be completely different, and I imagine Josh McDaniels' offensive system is not going to resemble John Gruden's in any way. I don't remember that the Patriots uh, ever did. So things are changing and evolving, and and you keep reading about it and paying attention. Now we got the draft and the combine and. Everything going on there. So I haven't got to talk to you since the hiring of Josh McDaniels. Sure. Um, very exciting for the team to find their man of the future, ideally. What did you think of the hire? And um, I guess what would a good offseason be for the Vegas Raiders? Well, I was surprised that Josh McDaniels was open to taking the job, to tell you the truth. I thought that he was the coach in waiting uh, for the legend Bill right. Belichick to retire uh, with the New England Patriots. But I think once Dave Ziegler, in meeting with uh, Mark Davis, told him that Josh would listen, uh, then I think uh, Mr. Davis, he got excited about the possibility. So I think it's interesting. Obviously, we all know that Josh failed with Denver. He talks mm-hmm. openly about it and claims And his other coaching leader. stint only lasted a little while. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so. not that long. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, he inherits a team that went to the playoffs, um, one that probably not stacked yet with Super Bowl caliber talent. Uh, so they've got a lot a lot of work to do. They've got a lot of free agents, and we'll mm-hmm. see what happens. So the NFL Combine, as you referenced, is going on mm-hmm. this week. Um, I guess what are some of those key positions of need? Do you address them in the draft, or do you look to free agency? What, what are some that come to mind for you? That's a very interesting question. They need a, a right tackle, and they need a receiver with speed to stretch the field. I mean, Hunter Renfro is awesome. Awesome, mm-hmm. you know, but he works in underneath. Uh, and Josh McDaniels has always made very good use of that slot receiver, as he did with Tom Brady in particular. Uh, so those two areas, and Devontae Adams. Devontae yes, go Adams. on. Remember the time you interviewed him up in uh, Fresno? <laughs> Why huh? are you doing this huh? to me? Remember that? Yes, I nice do. Nice young man. Okay. Was a very nice young Free man. Free agent at the very top of the list. 
Now, we'll know a lot about Aaron Rodgers' future depending on what Devontae does with the Even Green though Bay their Packers. GM says that they have nothing to do with one another, they're completely separate issues. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. You know, Devontae may not want to stick around and may press them. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, there's still a franchise tag that could be handed out. They, but Devontae would be at the top of the wish list for the Raiders simply because Derek Carr was his college quarterback, mm-hmm. and they remain good friends. Yeah, no, very interesting name to throw out there. Certainly um, would make a lot of sense if Absolutely. they could get the Absolutely. if they could get that done. We mentioned in the top five um, a couple of different the Aaron Rodgers story in general, mm-hmm. um, but there are a lot of quarterbacks with question marks. Whether it's Kyler Murray, Carson Wentz, Jimmy Garoppolo, like what have been some of the more intriguing quarterback stories to you? Baker Mayfield, exactly. Talked Paul's about that on the show yesterday. You know, the the Jimmy Garoppolo story with the San Francisco 49ers interests me about as much as anything because they they gave up a lot to move up, you know, to draft the young man out of North Dakota State who hasn't played much football. But obviously they seem ready to turn the team over to him. Mm-hmm. But do you let Jimmy Garoppolo go? I mean, he's such a veteran presence on that team. So I think that's the most fascinating. That, that and, of course, Aaron Rodgers' contract, but we've all talked about that so far. But the 49ers interest me because that is a team that can make a push. They have proven that they can beat the Los Angeles Rams head up and in that division. Uh, Kyler Murray, uh, yeah, he's brought some of this on himself. I mean, uh, his lack of leadership or any attempt to become a leader within a lot quarterbacks have to, by the very nature of the position, become a become a leader inside the locker room. Yeah, I mean, you just must. And obviously, uh, he doesn't think that that's important. So he has to, I think mean, he has to wake up and become a little more verbal with the players, a little more open with his teammates, and then and then go from there. And I understand the desire to want to get paid. Like I completely get it. Yeah, you sure. want to be, you want to stay in Arizona. You want to be the guy for the long term, and you want to get your money. But what I didn't like about the his agent coming out in the statement that they had written was how it was exactly all of the things that we've been talking about Kyler Murray in a negative way about him being all about himself and about him being a finger pointer, saying you guys are not good without me, and you're paying other people and you're not paying me. So I didn't like the per, the approach right. to the statement, I guess. And and, and what he has to overcome more than anything is to stay healthy mm-hmm. for an entire season. I mean, he lacks the size of, let's look at the legend himself, is walking away, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. They both, they both got size when they, when they stand in the pocket. Kyler does not. He has to move out of there to find passing lanes, and he has been injured in each of the last two years. I can remember at the start of last season when we were talking about him as a possible MVP mm-hmm. when the Cardinals broke so well from the gate. But it was not to be. And uh, obviously, he lost his best receiver and DeAndre Hopkins. That didn't help him. I think about that all the time. 7-0 start to the year, ended the year 4-7, and and he didn't have a security blanket when he came back in DeAndre Hopkins, who's so key for him. And those in, it's the second year in a row that something similar like that has happened where he's just broken down a little bit. I think the size is a really key factor for Kyler Murray moving forward. Yeah, I, and, and we will see. Uh, Arizona's going to say the right things publicly. <laughs> There's no question. And the coach, because... That's what you have to do right now. Well, I would suspect that there is some doubt within the inner 
circles of that organization. Okay, good to keep an eye on. Um, we'll have a lot of stuff that we can get into. We're going to talk a little bit. How would you think about the Vegas Golden Knights? Sorry, I know we have to go to break in a minute. We have one minute, though. What do you think about the Vegas Golden Knights finally getting a win last night? I gave a puck and a half last man. night and you came through. Win. Okay. Uh, but Carlson did not score a goal, and I had him. Uh, <laughs> but he had two great assists. He played very – he's been so ice cold. Uh, a struggling team, obviously dealing with a lot of injuries, okay? Yes. Uh, it seems like when they appear to be healthy, then somebody else will go in there. You know, uh, Passaretti, one of their best scorers, is now out with an injury. So, so we shall see. But they've got to turn it on because it's become a very tough division. I'm looking at you, Calgary. Yes. We will talk more about this in just a little bit. We also have some college hoops madness coming up. And uh, not only can you listen to that here on My Guys in the Desert, but if you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, you can do that thanks to Bet Rivers as well, who has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. We've got them in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. You can get them wherever you get your podcast. Um, but we will do some contender or pretender when we come back. I always subject Brent to my games. And I want more insight on your hockey knowledge because I know you've been all in. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Here on My Guys in the Desert, this segment brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and more. Plus, for your convenience, every variety also comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that works for you. Zinn, it's America's number one nicotine pouch, and it's available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, so it's never been easier to find your Zin. Head on over to Zin.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's ZYN.com slash F-I-N-D. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Rolling along here with Brent Musburger in studio. We're talking some college hoops. <laughs> I need your opinion on some of these top teams. Sure. Are they a contender or pretender? So, let's start with Gonzaga. They're 24-3 and straight up. Ended their regular season getting upset by double digits at St. Mary's, but remained the top team in the country and the shortest odds to win it all, contender or pretender? Uh, they're a contender, no, no doubt about it. Experienced team with a great freshman. 
uh, quality losses. Even St. Mary's plays well against them. I hope that St. Mary's and Gonzaga have a rematch coming up because their tournament is uh, is here in Las Vegas. Uh, the uh, coming in, so it'll be interesting to see a stormy. But they're definitely a contender. Could not agree with you more. Number two is also number two in the country. The Arizona Wildcats, 25 and three on the year. They just bounced back from the upset from getting upset by Colorado. Just dominated USC last night. Contender or pretender? You know, I would have automatically a week ago said contender, but I'm a little concerned um, about that loss. Okay, up in Colorado, I know you, you're playing at altitude, and they were probably affected by it. It is a team with a large number of international players. I was unaware of that mm -hmm. until I've watched them play a couple of times, and I thought that they were fully equipped to go up and perhaps even beat Gonzaga. I'm going to wait and see. I know they're the favorite here in the Pac-12 tournament next week at T-Mobile Arena. I, I want to watch them again and, and uh, take a look at them. That was a disappointing mm -hmm. loss. Uh, they also, I think, had trouble with USC before they were able to pull it out, as I recall. Uh, and that was a home game down in down in Tucson. So I'm going to reserve judgment on Arizona right now. They did get their redemption, though, last night. They put it to USC last night, but yes, you are right did. on the first part. They are plus 700 uh, to win the national championship, as is Kentucky. What do you think about John Calipari's squad? Definite contender. No, he's, he's got a better mixture right now. It's not all freshmen, not all blue chippers. Mm -hmm. It's not all one and done. He's got a couple of transfers. He's got a couple of veterans in there. Uh, it is a team. As long as they don't have to play a tournament game in Tennessee, they're going to be fine, okay? <laughs> That's the one thing that worries about me. More losses than we're used to seeing, I feel like, for Kentucky at this point in the year, and they're 2-5 and five against ranked teams. But if I, we do know anything about the Cats, they turn it on come tournament yeah, time. Absolutely. Speaking of blue chip, blue bloods, be it Kansas, number six, what do you think about them uh, after their 10-point upset loss to TCU yesterday? 14-1 now to win the big dance, but they do have a chance to play them again here soon. Uh, I'm not sold on Kansas, okay? I just, they're a little erratic for me. Mm -hmm. I've watched them in a couple of televised games in the road and, and at home in Lawrence, and uh, I, I would call them a pretender, right? I, I would tend to think that Baylor is the strongest team in the Big 12. Who do you like to win it all this year? Because we there are some other names that we didn't mention in contender pretender. You said Duke. I mean, you said Baylor, but Duke, another strong team, Purdue. Um, but all of these teams have also shown vulnerabilities throughout the season. So who's your favorite? Uh, I got to play chalk. I'd go to Gonzaga, and it's not <laughs> just because Coach Few likes to come to Montana and fly fish every mm -hmm. summer. You know what no, I mean? Just... <laughs> uh, I I think they're due. You know. They've got Redemption to win one for of these last years. year. Yeah. Uh, I think you've got to watch the Big Ten for the sleeper. It's dog eat dog mm -hmm. in that conference. They are by far the deepest conference that I've watched. I think that uh, Joe Lenardi, my guy from ESPN Bracketology, invented the word. I, he right now, in fact, I'm looking at it, he's got nine teams from the Big Ten going to the Big Dance. Okay. So they've been devouring each other. Purdue's a good basketball team. They lost that game last mm -hmm. night to Wisconsin that you've talked about. I would look to the Big Ten for a sleeper, okay? When Michigan State struggles with a good team the way they did, we know how good that conference is. Um, so I would keep an eye. I would keep an eye 
on the Big Ten and look at the draw when it comes out. Purdue's mm-hmm. a very good basketball team. And beware when you play Illinois. They can get it done, too. And I think that's a really good point when you see the draw as well. So uh, a lot of people hold off on futures until they see what the seeding is, see which teams have the best Mm -hmm. path potentially. Um, So keep that in mind as you're placing a lot of these bets. Do you you like any of the games tonight? I know we've got LSU at Arkansas, Auburn, Mississippi State. Arkansas is your sleeper. That they're my sleeper. Yes, yeah. I bet them eighty to one a couple weeks ago. That's they're, a good. That's a good price. I'll bet it's gone down. They're fifty-five to one now. Well coached. Very, Very well, coached. well coached. I okay. am a huge fan of Eric no. Musselman. Whether yes. he keeps his shirt on or off, I know he likes to wave that thing around <laughs> when they get a big win. Um, what do you do if he won the whole thing? You know what I mean? But I think that the team takes a lot of his personality no in the way that they play. Their so momentum, they're energetic, they're yep. tough, all of it. Yeah, absolutely. His father was tough too, by the way. No doubt, no doubt. Um, but, yeah, did, did you like LSU? Um, a lot of people have said they're potentially a live dog tonight, plus six. Um, I kind of like that. That was six. Under in that you know, game. You might. What's the money line? What do you have to. Uh, Let me see. Money line on. Uh, Minus 235 Arkansas, plus 190 for LSU money line. I kind of like the under in this because both teams play such hard defense. Um, very efficient defensively. The first game was kind of wonky between these two because LSU was leading, and then Arkansas went on like a crazy run with a few minutes to go in the game. So I don't know. I could see them being at, a live dog. At a number like six, you might want to split your bet. Matt Newman does that a lot. You know, give the six for half your bet and then take that money line, even though that's a big money line. But uh, you can perhaps save yourself if mm-hmm. they should happen to win it by four. Yeah, he's he, Matt Humans is so good at that kind of thing. Um, I did promise the people I would get a little bit more NHL play from you. We talked about Vegas, but you maybe like a game tonight, maybe? Well, I like the Rangers, and you're not giving a lot because obviously, and you told me the Blues have played well, but the schedule has not been that tough. I see the Rangers here at Circa at minus 106. So you're not laying a big price mm-hmm. on the Rangers. And uh, we know, we know that that goaltender can shut you down at any time. Now it's gone, uh, I see minus 115 on that. So a lot of people have jumped in on that lower line and taken the Rangers. Uh, the total at five and a half. The, uh, the grand salami tonight is 23 and a half. You love that. Yeah, I'm going to take the under. Ooh, okay. I'm going to take the under because. Some good goaltending tonight. at home. Has a five and a half against the Predators. Stars at home against the Kings, five and a half. Rangers at home, five and a half. What do you think? I, uh, you know, I love overs. It's so hard. And you're pulling my teeth to get an under, but I do, I do like it. Uh, we got a lot of defensive teams aside from obviously the Toronto Maple Leafs who are out there tonight. Yeah. Um, I'm not against it. And you are right about the Blues. I was just pulling up their schedule. They won four straight games, but. I mean, Philadelphia, Buffalo, Chicago, you know, so they did get a win over the Leafs. But other than that, recently, yep. um, not great teams they've been playing against. You did promise me in the break that you had a good Arnold Palmer oh, story. story for us ahead of the Arnold Palmer Invitational, which what, we're going to talk to Reed guy. Fowler briefly. What, Stormy, what a great guy. So I had three friends playing at Bay Hill. You know, they were getting ready to tee it up. And they saw a golf cart coming from the shop, and, and they just thought that somebody was coming over to check on the tea time and everything, and it was the king himself, was Arnold Palmer. He got out of the cart, introduced himself as though he had to. I mean, come on, it's <laughs> Arnold Palmer. 
And he said, can I play with you guys? I'm looking for a game right now. Well, they were like, oh, my God. He wants to play with us? They, decent with us? amateur player. Well, you know, stage fright. So they were spraying a ball all over, but he was relaxing them and giving a couple tips and very friendly and jovial. And by the end of the 18 holes, Arnold took him into the restaurant and bought him all dinner and, and beers and everything, and it was one of the greatest days of their life. But he just, out of the blue, drove that golf cart up there and uh, asked if he played. He, he was an everyman. I mean, uh, now we, we know what Jack Nicklaus and Tiger Woods did for the game of golf, but the guy who really turned it toward every man was Arnold Palmer. He was... He was such, I mean, there was so much charisma about Arnold. That's such a cool story. I love that. Oh, it's great. It's cool when you, you see people from afar and you look yeah, up to them and you yeah. wonder what they'd be like as an actual person and they yeah, exactly. actually happen oh, to be an every man and be wonderful. Oh, they, they still rave about the day they had. Arnold Palmer. Oh, I don't, uh, well, that's how I feel every day that I'm on set oh, with you. So thank nice. you for doing this again with us. I Go appreciate Arkansas. it. I like that. Go play. Razor. Yeah. Woo. But you, you put such a big bet. I won't razor get a good bet. number like you. <laughs> yeah, I'm the one that bumped it down to 55 to 1. Great stuff, as always, from Brent. And we will actually continue our Arnold Palmer Invitational Conversation with Reed Fowler of DraftKings when we come back. Stay with us. My Guys of the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Drink smooth, draft smart, make it count. Compete free this March with the Whiskey and Win Series presented by Back Jack Daniels. Play in eight free contests for your shot at a share of $24,000 in total cash prizes when you head to DraftKings.com slash Jack Daniels now to join in the action. Jack Daniels, make it count. 21 and up only terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details and please drink responsibly as we roll along here on My Guys in the Desert. It's time for Hidden gem some under the radar teams I think you should consider and you already know where I'm going today I'm back on the Blue Raiders yet again Middle Tennessee State taking a minus two and I bet them money line too just why not spread the wealth if you get a minus 120 number on such a good team against the Charlotte 49ers in Charlotte now this is the best covering team in the country 21 5 and 1 against the spread this year and as a money line favorite 14 and 0 covering in winning those games rather by an average of 12 points per game. I think they do it again today. The Blue Raiders have won eight straight games with one of those wins, by the way, coming against the Charlotte 49ers, 78-63, easily covering as a six-point favorite. Middle Tennessee State was plus 12 on the boards that night, shot over 50% from the field and from three, and I see a similar result again here tonight. Middle Tennessee State also 3-0 against the number in the last three meetings with the Charlotte 49ers. I know Charlotte's at home, but they've lost three of their last five in their own building. Seven and seven against the number at home. They're also just two and four their last six games. And defensively, they continue to struggle against the Middle Tennessee State that is 81st in the country offensively in points per game. So I'm going with Middle Tennessee State yet again. 
I got a minus two. You see minus one and a five there, one and a half there. But money line as well. I also like the UNLV Rebels tonight, by the way, against Wyoming at home. Pick them here at Circa. Just a baby bet. But a couple hidden gems for you all to consider. Time now to turn our attention from the hardwood to the links as we welcome in Reed Fowler, PGA analyst for DraftKings, to help us get set for the Arnold Palmer Invitational, second leg of the Florida Swing, getting started tomorrow at Bay Hill Club and Lodge in Orlando. What's going on, Reed? How are you? Good, Starmy. No, I'm appreciate. I appreciate seeing you. I know you were hung up. You think you were on crutches, right, earlier this year? And yes. so I'm happy you're back in business. We're happy, we're happy we got you back at 100% health. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Today was actually the first day off of the getaway sticks, so I really appreciate you. But uh, let's talk about the Arnold Palmer Invitational. And before we get to your picks, maybe, just lay out the, the lay of the land with regards to the course, the types of players that have success on this course as well. Mm -hmm. What can you tell us? Yeah, well, for any Florida course, Stormy, you're going to have a ton of water, right? That's kind of the, the the staple of Florida golf, you know, with with the West Coast swing. We have the nice views, the vistas, the 23 under pars win the golf tournament. It's completely different on the Florida swing, right? You got a lot of water, you get a lot of wind, and a lot of these courses don't have any trees on them. So when it gets windy, there's really no defense for the players to really get out of that. So you need guys who have performed well on Florida courses in their careers, or players who, you know, can play well in Bermuda. We've seen some young players like a Sanjay M who we'll get to in a little bit that has just done well. Roy McIlroy has absolutely dominated the Florida swing. So those are the type of golfers that you want to take a look at. The course is long. This is a long course. You have long par threes, long par fours. A lot of uh, approach, uh, excuse me, approach shots will come in from 200 plus yards. So you need guys that have distance off the tee or just distance in general, because you're going to come in and the rough is thick that if you drive in the rough, that ball is just going to stick stormy. It's not going to roll out. You need the guys that hit it far. So the Bermuda and water, some key points to take into consideration here. And I know you tweeted out some of your plays earlier this morning and read everybody listening. He does this very often posting his articles from PGA tour.com and DK nation as well. So follow him at Reed T Fowler. But one of the plays that you had was Sung J M who you just mentioned. Why is he so high on your radar this week? Yeah, look, he missed the cut last week. He disappointed me and a bunch of other people who had Sunjay in their DFS lineups or their outright bets. But if you take a look at what he's done, he's just been so good on Florida courses. I get it. He did not play well last week. The approach was not there. But off the tee, which is what you need here, Stormy, he was one of the best over the first two rounds that he did play, right? He didn't play the weekend. You take a look at his Bermuda putting over the long form, right? Not just in the past handful of rounds, but the long form, he's one of the best. He's also gaining strokes, or he can gain strokes around the green, and that's what you're going to need. So at plus 2,200 on the DK Sportsbook, Sun JM is one of my favorites. And if you look at that guy right below him, Will Zalatoris, talk about a guy who's great tee to green but just can't get the flat stick going. Will Zalatoris, for the last 12 rounds, Stormy, is number one and strokes gain tee to green. So hopefully he finds some form there. Really good insight there. And just with regards to Sung J.M., he has finished in the top 24 times his last five events as well, top 10 in two of them. So I do certainly have some intrigue in that name. Take us through some of the other names, though, that you just had on that graphic we just showed and, and why you're so high on some of those longer shots as well. Yeah, Adam Scott, the guy right next to, in, in line right there, plus 3,500. You talk about Florida courses, and you see a lot of correlations to other especially here at Arnold Palmer uh, at, 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 at Bay Hill, right? You see the, the guys who do well on this course, right? Similar to the Masters, similar to all these other courses, maybe some majors, they continuously do well. And Adam Scott, while he hasn't played well of recent at this course, we see him have a top three in his career here at Bay Hill. 
He's one of the best total drivers of the ball. And last time out at the Genesis in uh, in Los Angeles, he was gaining strokes a ton with his irons and a ton with his putting. And that's usually not the case for Adam Scott. So let's say he gets back to normal where he gains maybe one to two strokes on the greens, but sticks with his ball striking. I love that at plus 3,500. He hasn't won this tournament yet, which is weird. And then going down, a couple of Englishmen, a couple of Europeans <laughs> in Justin Rose and Ian Poulter. Rosie's a guy that just, when you take a look at what he's done, again, long form, right? I'm looking, I'm taking more of a long form approach to this. He's done extremely well at this course, hasn't won it, I don't believe, in his career. And again, same type of player that if he can get everything going, he's a guy that can absolutely contend. And last but not least, the guy who always puts well in Bermuda and Florida, Ian Poulter. He has, you know, he's a, he's a resident in Florida. He's always done well on these type of courses. He can gain a lot of strokes with the short game. So we know that he doesn't hit the ball far. We know that off the tee is not his game. And that wasn't last week at the Honda Classic, but he gained with his irons. And we know that he's always, always positive with that short game. So I love the fact that you can get him at plus 100, plus 10,000, excuse me, and that top five, right? The top five probably is going to come in around plus 1,200, plus 1,400, uh, and that's really what I like in terms of those longer shots, guys that can gain a lot of strokes with their short game. Always game for a long shot. And love when you throw an Adam Scott in there, the UNLV alum. If I can find an excuse to bet him, you know that I will do it. But it is really, it's a terrific field. You see John Rahm being the favorite here yet again. And Rory McIlroy, who you already mentioned, they have the shorter odds up there. So while there's not as much value, value only really matters if you win. So what is your expectation for two of the top dogs this week? Yeah, look, John Rum, he's been disappointing, right, quote-unquote, for him, which is not winning, which is not necessarily finishing in the top five. And look, Rory's been fantastic. Rory's been great worldwide. Current form is there. So I love that. But in terms of betting outrights, especially in, you know, in the, on the PGA Tour, we've seen it over the past handful of tournaments that the favorites, the, the, the guys who are at the top, aren't winning these tournaments, right? It's, there, there's so much involved in that. And if you take a look at this tournament, while I think it is going to be closer to the guys who are at the top, we've seen the average odds of the past five, six years be around plus 4,000. So those guys who are right on the cusp, right at that mid-range, is probably where I want to spend most of my allocation as opposed to the guys at the very top, even though, look, John Rahm, Rory, if they win it, I don't think we'd be surprised. Well, we've got about 30, 45 seconds left with you. I was curious, like, do you ever get involved in some of the round one leader type bets or top 20, top 40 finishes? And if so, were there any names that interest you in those landscapes? Yeah, I think one guy that you have to take a look at is Sahith Thagala. Look, he played well, right, at the WM Phoenix Open. He's out. He's down there in terms of odds. So I like him for first round leader. And also take a look at the matchups as well. I usually don't like to go to the matchups before we get a round going. But Billy Horschel at plus money, uh, he's playing well in Florida. Attack Billy Horschel. I think there's something to him on these Florida courses. And then Will Zalatoris as well. I think both of those guys in the matchups are some key bets. And I lied, Reed. We had more time than I initially thought. So I'm going to throw one more at you because in addition to your excellent PGA coverage, you are also an NFL analyst for DraftKings as well. The combine going on right now. What are your thoughts on who the potential top overall pick ultimately could be? And does it stay with Jacksonville again? Or do they make a little move, you think? I think it stays. Aiden Hutchinson is one of my favorite players in college football. We know what defensive ends can do. It's either the quarterback or the guy getting after the quarterback. So get Aiden Hutchinson. I think he's going to be an absolute franchise player for any team that gets him. No, I could not agree with you more. Aiden Hutchinson, an interesting name. Evan Neal, um, of course, the odds on favorite now all of a sudden. What happened to Kayvon Thibodeau? Why is he falling off real quick? 
I don't know. I, I I just think it's this is a lot of it too, right? A lot of it is what we're saying, a lot of what the market is saying. And I don't necessarily think that he's that like he should be falling that much. But look, at 10 to 1, those are solid odds. I just think if you take a look at how the drafts have been going of recent, I think you're gonna see a guy like Aiden Hutchinson or Evan Neal stay at the top, just how what the trends are telling us from the past, you know, handful of drafts. No doubt. And we have heard from Doug Peterson specifically how much he's putting importance on those roles in the trenches. So either one of those would certainly make sense. Appreciate the time as always. Thanks so much, Reed. All right, Stormy, take care. That's our guy, Reed Fowler over at DraftKings. Great insight as always regarding the PGA and NFL. And keep a lock on his Twitter as well, at Reed T. Fowler, because he puts all of his plays out there and all of his links to his articles to preview the biggest events that you need to know about. When we come back, my guys in the desert rolls along and we've got some hockey talk with Nick Alberga of NHL Studios. You won't want to miss it. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Everything you need to bet the madness this year with 24-7 streaming, daily best bets, emails, and our tournament betting guide, including advice, data, and strategy for just $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. Get analysis from our experts, including, by the way, Greg Hoops-Peterson on every key team, conference, and player to watch from the favorites to those potential Cinderella's. Sign up today to get the betting guide, plus full access to VSIN through April 5th for just $19 again at vsin.com slash madness. And the NHL can provide some fireworks of their own on a nightly basis. So let's get to my picks to the for the night in power plays. We went 2-1 and one yesterday. The Lightning came through on the puck line despite being down 2-0 early, which gave me a lot of anxiety. Vegas also a winner. It was just the Canes that did me dirty. But let's look toward this evening. I did a lot of research on one game specifically with it being a smaller slate. So let's look at this. I'm looking at the Toronto Maple Leafs tonight to have a lead against the Buffalo Sabres in the first period, minus 110. They've done so in five of their last eight games, including a pair of 3-1 first period leads their last two. Even with a loss to Columbus, they had a 1-0 opening period. Meanwhile, the Sabres over their last five games trailed by at least a goal in four. Buffalo has also lost the first period in each of their five instances following a road loss. They get off to a slow start. You also see I've got the Leafs on the puck line, minus a goal and a half at minus 165. 
Covered the puck line in each of their last eight games against an opponent on a losing streak since their three-game skid have won three straight, all by two or more goals. They found their offense again lately, and Buffalo a good team to find a little bit more against. And then, meanwhile, they've lost each of their last six straight games by two or more goals, including two games against the Blue Jackets and Canadians by four. My only concern for Toronto recently has been the goaltending issue. Jack Campbell and Peter Mrazek both been rough lately, which is why I'm also liking both teams to score two goals. Another minus 165 bet. It's hit in 14 of the last 15 meetings between these two teams. Buffalo scored at least two in eight of their last 10 games overall, and Toronto hasn't scored two or fewer since January 12th and have only held two opponents under two twice this month. So forecheck, backcheck, paycheck, baby. I'm taking those as my power plays tonight. And you know, I can always be convinced to bet more things. So let's get some help in that area by my good friend Nick Alberga, co-host of the Fantasy on Ice podcast presented by NHL Studios. How are we doing, Nick? I'm fantastic. Hanging in there. How are you? Hanging in, hopefully uh, making some money coming up tonight. So, like I said, it is a smaller slate tonight, just four games after nine games yesterday, nine games tomorrow. So let's just dive into each one of them. First off, let's talk about that Toronto-Buffalo game. What's your feel for it? I don't know my feeling it to, to answer it um, short-winded. Um, you know, if I had to play this game, I'm just very, very careful when it comes to the Maple Leafs storming when they play inferior opponents. And on that note, it seems like Buffalo always plays them well, too. Um, I think the one thing I will play in this game is a John Tavares anytime goal at plus 168 is the last, uh, you know, I saw of it. He's riding a 13-game goalless drought. He's really, really due. I thought he was good the other night against the Washington Capitals, so I'm certainly looking at that. Um, you know, the Buffalo puck line is also enticing to me. Last I saw it was at plus 145, just more so because I don't think there's much value on on betting on the Leafs tonight because they're such definitive favorites in this game. And you know me, I like to go dog hunting. You're crushing my soul. It hurts my feelings, but <laughs> I have to respect your opinion. And I'm actually glad you said that about John Tavares. I was going to ask you because I don't do a ton of anytime goal bets. I'm very situational when I do make those picks. And I got a worse number than you. I got plus 145 on that because I do think that it's time for his slump to finally come to an end and things will, will click. I don't understand how they scored 10 goals the other night and he didn't have a point. Makes no sense. Yeah, the top line really ran the show in that game for the Leafs. But again, like John Tavares, I think, is a perfect ca uh, captain in Toronto just because he gets phased by nothing. So I like that look tonight for sure. All right, the St. Louis Blues headed to New York to take on the Rangers tonight as well. Total in that game, five and a half. What are you thinking here? Do you have any action in this game? I do. I'm a big revenge guy. We talked about it when I came into the studios and Alex Tuck. Well, it's Pavel Buchnevich night, his return as a member of the St. Louis Blues on Broadway. So I'm looking at an anytime goal for Buchnevich at plus 230 is the value I got it at. And on top of that, shots on goal over two and a half. I'm looking at Buchnevich. I think he's going to be shot happy. I think he wants to stick it to the Rangers. And that was at minus 105. Another play I got in this game, and, you know, watch, it's going to hit the over. But I like the under. Uh, Igor Shostorkin and Vili Huso have probably been the two hottest goalies in the NHL the last two and a half months or so. So I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, and I'm hoping for Buchnevich goal in this one. We had Brent Musburger on the program earlier, and he, he had the same feeling with regards to just there being really good defense, there being good goaltending, and that for the grand salami today, for all of the goals uh, on the slate, he wants to go under. But with regards to Igor Shosturkin, he is, of course, the odds-on favorite to win this year's Vesna for the top goaltender in the league. And as you look down the line, is there value on that odds board for you at any other players at this point that, you, that just come to mind as they pop out at you? 
Yeah, it's interesting, right? Like, I think if you were to ask me right now, there's such a definitive favorite far and away. It has to be Igor Shostorkin, and I think he's in the running for the Hart Trophy. So to answer your question, probably not. But I think if you want to take a flyer on some guys, Andre Vasilevsky should always be in the conversation for the Vesna Trophy. I think because of the team he plays on and his resume, he's often overlooked. I think he's had a fantastic season. Uh, another guy I would look at in Carolina, Freddie Anderson's had a really, really steady year for the Carolina Hurricanes. A guy who's not getting enough play in Tristan Jari in Pittsburgh. And last but not least, Jacob Markstrom has had an unbelievable season for the Calgary Flames. We've talked about them a lot uh, on the show the last month or so. Just their futures and how hot they've been, how dominant they've been against teams like Minnesota, the upper echelon teams. Well, a lot of that has to do with their goaltending. Jacob Markstrom has been fantastic, and he leads the league with eight shutouts this season. Yeah, the Flames have been extremely impressive. But because you brought up the Wild, I know they're not in action tonight, but What's yeah. gone on with them? What's changed? Why are they struggling as much as they are lately? Well, if I had the answer, I'd be working uh, in the league. Uh, but I, I think, obviously, goaltending. Like, I mean, it's it's pretty easy to pinpoint, especially in this mini-series with Calgary, what went wrong is Camp Talbot and Capo Kakinen just haven't played up the snuff. And and that's why I brought up the name Marc-Andre Fleury a couple of weeks ago as maybe a stealth destination for Marc-Andre Fleury. Could it be the Minnesota Wild? Like, I, I think, ideally... They love to find a top six center. I know Freddie Goodrow is 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 centering that second line right now. Marco Rossi's not ready to make that jump from the AHL to the NHL just yet. Uh, but I, I think it is, you know, the ebbs and flows of an NHL season. I'll add that as well, that it's just a downtime for Minnesota. They struggle defensively. I think they'll find their game, but I think moving forward, I think it's certainly a position of interest for me leading into the March 21st trade deadline here, Stormy. 100% with you there. Um, because you mentioned off the top that you do like going dog hunting. There is a short dog tonight in the LA Kings, but they have gotten a little bit more money here tonight going against the Dallas Stars. Uh, total in that one, another five and a half. What you thinking? Yeah, so this one's another intriguing one. You mentioned it. There's only four games, so you got to be careful with what you select tonight. Uh, but certainly LA, we talk about teams that are coming off being dummied. Well, they were, in fact, dummied by the Boston Bruins the other night, 7 nothing the final. So I'm on L.A. to score the first goal in this hockey game at minus 105. Uh, just because of that factor, I think you have to look at the under, too. When you surrender seven goals in a game, I think you're just going to be a bit more sharp defensively. And then on top of that, I talked about Hawk goalies. Probably not going to take a flyer long-term on a Vesna look for Jake Ottinger, but the rookie has been marvelous for the Dallas Stars over the last month or so. So I would shade... Uh, towards the under in that game. And uh, I'm going to take a prayer as well. I know Danny Burke and I like to talk about games going to extra time. I think this is a perfect example. I'm looking at regulation draw plus 315, more so because this game is pivotal for both teams and they're, they're trying to get into the Stanley Cup playoffs. So they might decide, you know what? We're going to settle this in uh, in OT. Yeah, another team in that Pacific Division, uh, LA, is trying to climb the standings a little bit. But with regards to that game the other night, Jonathan Quick lets in that early goal from Jake DeBrusque and just they could never really regain anything from it, never got anything going. One last game on the slate, Nashville Predators at the Seattle Kraken. Kraken have lost seven straight. They probably should have won their last game against San Jose, but just didn't yep. have enough scoring punch, uh, which has been an issue for them consistently um do you think that they have a little bit more at home tonight no uh, <laughs> i started the <laughs> to movement put it to, simply to not at all <laughs> yeah yeah i'm pretty blunt with that uh, i started the movement uh, in the preseason fade the kraken that's exactly what i'll do tonight <laughs> i'll take the nashville predators in regulation it's just funny we've talked about it on twitter together this is what we expected the vegas gold knights to be right where we're looking at seattle i think they're obviously a definitive seller 
between now and the March 21st trade deadline. And there's a lot of room to grow. And, uh, you know, there's going to be a longer build than we're seeing in Vegas. They're just not a really good hockey team, to be blunt about it. I'll be fair in saying that. Only two players on the entire roster over their last three games have more than one point. That that goes to say a lot, <laughs> I think, about where a team is at at this point. Thank you so much. As always, Nick, you are awesome. Good luck with your bets tonight. And I'm definitely jumping off on the Preds train with you as well. But I, I don't like you, I don't like your pick on Toronto. My God, tell you, don't like okay. it. Okay, you're, you're you're probably gonna win that one again. I, I'm just skeptical of Toronto because they always they always have these letdown games. So no, uh, good luck to you tonight. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks I, for having me. I don't blame you one bit. Thanks again. That's Nick Alberga. Make sure you check out the NHL Studios Fantasy on Ice podcast. His great work talking all things betting, DFS, the whole shebang. More on VSIN coming up, but I've got to go. Keep it locked right here. Danny Burke and Rush Hour coming up next. And I think I got to listen to his hockey plays, see what he's got going on. Short slate. I need more bets. Keep it locked right here. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.